0: what is up everybody welcome to another episode of the lsd experience i'm d anthony that is lucas right there how are you doing today bro good as always man excited for the week Go. good 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 me too uh so we have a really interesting episode today but if it's your first time here please make sure to hit that sub button make sure to turn on those notifications so you get all of the notices whenever we upload a new video and uh yeah drop a comment down below what you guys want to see us Talk about next week. So for this week, I thought we would do something that I have always had a super big interest in, okay. and it is mysterious disappearances. Oh, those are always really yes. good. So, so this week is themed mysterious disappearances, and I wanted to talk about the case of Brian Schaefer first. Have you ever heard of this case? I have not. Okay, so Brian Schaefer, he was a medical student at uh, Ohio State University. He was 27 years old when he was last seen. Um, he disappeared while on spring break, like during spring break. So on on March 31st, 2006, mm-hmm. Brian and his friends had gone to this local bar. Right. And everybody thought that they just assumed he went home because they had lost like contact with him. Well, uh, he was not seen after that. The next day, everybody was like, what happened? Mm mm-hmm. Uh, so they ended up finding CCTV footage from the bar that they were at. Yeah. What happened after that is honestly, I'm going to be honest. It's terrifying and it's so unexplainable. Okay. okay. So Brian was seen on CCTV footage going outside of the bar, talking to these two girls, right? Yeah. As he you then, do. Yeah. As you do. He then goes back into the bar where, and that was the last time he was ever seen. There's one entrance and exit into the bar. And there's a camera on that one entrance and exit, right? Mm -hmm. He never came back out of the bar. He was he never came back out of the bar. The cops watched every hour of footage from the next like week or two. Then went inside, searched the the place. He's not inside of the building, and he did not leave the building. He it's literally like he vanished, like into thin air, into thin air, bro. And this happened in 2006, and this man has never been seen ever since. That's crazy. It's it's one of those cases. It's like, you know, like, uh, I, I feel like I say this every week, but we cover a lot of these crazy, like, situations like this. And most of the time, I'm like, that's a crazy one, but it pr- probably has a, like... A reasonable, yeah, like, normal answer, right? Yeah. But when, then I see cases like this, right? And I'm like, how do you how do you explain that? So there is a theory that he was a victim of what's called the smiley face serial killer. It's not like a real thing. Right. It's kind of like a theory that these cops came up with um, in New York. Right. It was Mm -hmm. a lot of bodies were found underwater and the deaths were ruled as, you know, just over years and in multiple states. Mm hmm. They were just ruled as accidental drownings, but the smiley face serial killer, it's a theory that those weren't accidents and that it was one killer or multiple killers that did those killers. And so there's been... Do, do you think it
1: was like a like some copycats or like a group of serial killers so like that, working together?
0: So that's what the theory is kind of based on. Nobody really knows what it is, right? Yeah. It could be one guy that's killing people in a million different states, or it could be multiple people following the same like structure. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, there's a, there's a big group of people who think maybe this is what that is. Um, and then there's also people who think he went inside, he, he put on a disguise and he left his life, but that one doesn't make sense to me because I mean, he was a medical student and, and all of his friends say he loved life. He was a super, Friendly charismatic guy and like He was he was he was on Pace to become a doctor like You know so I I don't Know I just I don't see that one I also don't know About the smiley face killer theory Uh, If you want me to be completely honest I have absolutely No idea What happened to this guy And it, it gives me like Such an uneasy feeling you know what I'm saying Yeah because like
1: the brain doesn't like unanswered mysteries. Yeah, like and and it's, this is
0: one of those ones that like it should you be can't lean either way. Yeah, like, like it, it makes it harder. Like
1: it's easier to accept a problem that's unexplainable when it's like a mystical kind of right. like thing. But this is like this man. We have footage seeing him walk into a building. Yep, the only entrance and exit is on that e- like that one uh, yep. egress point, mm-hmm. and we do not see him leave again. Yep, and that. It should be explainable, but it's not, and I feel like that gets under our skin a lot more than something that's just easily being up to being like, oh, that's just not knowable. So it's easier to accept that way. Yeah,
0: I think think you hit it on the head, dude. This one is just really creepy to me, but uh,
1: anyways, we can move on. Honestly, another one that's really hard to digest Mm -hmm. is the missing 411 theory.
0: Have you heard like anything about? that? Okay, so I've heard the I've heard the name right, but I haven't gotten a chance to like dig deep really, into it. yeah, look into it. I don't really know much about it at all, other than the fact that it's people like missing from national parks, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So,
0: so basically, if you
1: take a map mm-hmm. of the United States and put dots like where a groupings of people where like missing people have or people have gone missing, yeah, and then you overlay that with a map. Of underground cave systems throughout the United mm. States, they match up like very much. So, like oh, eighty to ninety no. percent of those
0: those dots, yeah, line up with each other. So, what's the theory that they're like falling into the or exploring these caves and like go missing or so, like, like disappear into the caves? So there are like a
1: few different theories. One of them is the more mundane, like oh, maybe these people are just like falling into these underground yeah, caves yeah, yeah, yeah. and you know they can't get out. But there's some very there's some more creepier? Yeah, there there are some there there are a few creepier kinda theories out there. Mm-hmm. Like for instance that, you know, there's actually a whole society of like cave people that are living throughout these cave systems. Like like at some point whether it be radioactive, yeah, like contamination or a divergent in our evolution, there are some people that have decided to live their lives throughout these cave systems, and through the generations, you know, their uh, pupils get larger, yeah. right, so they can see better in dark. Their skin gets paler because they don't get sunlight and everything, and uh, they just evolve more to live better in these cave systems, and that mm. they turn into like a cannibalistic kind of society and that these people that are disappearing are being eaten by oh my gosh this bro. Society. that just gave me
0: chills that's and, actually crazy yeah i want to see what these people look like
1: yeah I, I feel like i've described them pretty well like uh the pale huge pupils bigger eyes because the thing is When evolutionary-wise, think about bats, right? Yeah. When you think about bat, you think the big eyes, right? And that's because they need bigger pupils and bigger eyes to be able to, like, process the little bit of light in the spectrum that shows up when they're in the dark
0: for the most of their life. Yeah. That. Oh, my. Oh, my gosh. Like, that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's terrifying. That's actually terrifying. Like... Oh no! Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this is a this is a no go for me. And so, but like, okay. So I have a couple of questions. Like, do there's a lot of people that go missing and look? Where is this? Is it like it's in a a lot of national parks? And it's basically if you
1: look up the map for where a majority of our cave underground
0: cave systems are throughout the United States. National parks. There we go. Okay, so it says around sixteen hundred people are currently missing in national parks in the U.S. So that's a lot of people, man. It's a lot of meals, but and- I mean, I guess it's. Not, I guess it like it's an entire society, man. They gotta eat, right? You yeah. know. Oh my God, that's terrifying. That's actually terrifying.
1: And and my thing is is like. Uh- Maybe they don't eat all of them, maybe if they still communicate in English and stuff, like they're not devolved that much, maybe they need them for like to bring them to the next step technologically, you mm. know what I mean, like uh I don't know, you know, like maybe yeah. maybe they capture like someone with certain skills like survival skills, engineering skills, yeah, maybe they're just their- like kidnapping people, yeah, you know, maybe they need new blood to be integrated into their society, yeah, you
2: know. Yeah, no, that's it, actually.
1: And then, an even weirder part of this whole conspiracy is that, uh, what do they call? Not state troopers, um, national uh, park
0: rangers. Park rangers, yeah.
1: All right, so there's this added on part of this weird conspiracy that park rangers are actually know about this and are keeping this silent from the public and or protecting them.
0: Oh my gosh! So, so like, it's like if you make the mistake to wander into them, like. And, like, a, and you get disappeared. That the park rangers will be like, "Oh, a bear!
1: Oh, they just wandered off and they got Yo. lost." Like, it's so weird. That's so crazy. I don't. I have. I don't know why. Yeah, I haven't uh, gone deep enough into the rabbit hole to know why exactly that they do this. Mm-hmm. But it has been stated in multiple cases, from what
2: I have seen, that that is a potential. What if it's something else? Like what? What if it's like
0: government like experiments on people? Oh shit. And like these caves are like where they're conducting the experiment. And so they wait for you to get close enough. Nab you? Yep. Keep you underground, run experiments. How would anyone ever know? Who's going in a cave? Nobody. You know what's crazy that actually
1: feeds into this? There are countless. We don't even know the number that there are of them, but they're called dumbs Mm -hmm. deep underground military bases throughout Mm. North America. See? There are countless. There's no telling, though. That's way too many people to just. And doesn't it seem like it'd be way easier to use already a natural cave system for a deep underground military base than having to use dynamite and create your own? Just use what's already there and. Like edit it slightly, like with dynamite and everything and like to your use Mm. uh,
0: instead of having to create a whole new one. Just use what you got already. That's actually so crazy. Okay. So let me tell you about this case. I know we've talked about it before, but maybe a lot of the people uh, here haven't necessarily heard about this because we've grown a lot since we've uh, last talked about it. I want to talk about the case of Lars Mittank. So Lars Midtank was a German international. He was 28 years old mm-hmm. and he was on vacation in Bulgaria with a group of his friends. So he was at this bar watching like a soccer game and he got into an argument with the opposing teams, like, you know, supporters or whatever. Yeah. Fans. Yeah. So they ended up getting into like this big old brawl. They like beat him up and he like, they, Apparently kidnapped him, beat him up, and he was gone for a couple of days. His friends were super concerned. He came back and was like, yo, I'm good. Don't worry about me. Like
1: I'm that's all crazy. Good.
0: Could you imagine that happening?
1: Being like, the Titans are the best. No, the Pittsburgh Steelers are the best. And then you just get
0: kidnapped because of that. Yep. It's terrible. But yeah, so he um he got beat up really bad, came back, and when he came back, he was like, yo, I'm good. Don't worry about it. Like, nothing happened. It's all good. Y'all don't have to come and stay with me. He was so adamant about his friends not staying with him, right? Which in itself is a little weird. So anyways, he ended up going to the doctor and he had a busted eardrum from the fight, right? Um, so then things started getting weird. So the day after that, he started calling his mom and he told her to cancel all of his credit cards. Uh, And he said, if anything happens to me, just know I was killed. Like, there's people after me and they're trying to hurt me. And his mom was like, what are you talking about? Whatever, like, blah, blah, blah. Get on a flight and come home. So he goes to the airport the next day. He has all of his stuff. He's like, let me... um, fly home. Like I want to go home. Right. And they were like, well, you have a busted eardrum. You're not allowed to fly. As you know, the change in altitude, the pressure on your ears, it, you know, you could be really messed up, like lose your hearing permanently. So they did not want to let him fly. They told him you're not allowed to fly. Um, They told him that he could come back in a couple of days after he consulted with a doctor and they gave him clearance and then they would let him fly home. Well, he's then seen on CCTV footage in a full panic, just sprinting out of the airport in like this. It is honestly, the video is bone chilling. Like, you could tell that he looks as if somebody is just really tri- his death. Yeah, line. like really trying to get him. And I don't know if he believed that like everybody was in on this, like like even the people at the airport, the doctors, like, I don't know what was going through his head, but the way that he reacted to not being able to fly was like bone chilling. And so on the video, you see him run. He just keeps running and he runs out of the camera sight, never to be seen again. Since that day, he has never been seen again. And so this case has become one of the most famous in the world. He was dubbed the most famous missing person on YouTube. And um, yeah, it's just it's just so scary because some of the theories going on are, are that he ended up getting in getting into a fight with like the Bulgarian, like mafia, the Bulgarian mafia, uh, some people with some money who had the ability to do some things to him. Maybe (sighs) the theories go on and on, but like, I don't know. There's also the, the most common obvious answer, which is that he ran out into the woods that were near the airport in a panic, just trying to hide from, You know, he was in, like, a psychotic episode. Like, for
1: all you know, he could have had internal brain bleeding and, like, be having, like, delusions, hallucinations.
0: And so that's the most obvious answer, is that he ran out into those woods and just, you know, didn't know how to survive and whatever happened to him happened. But those woods were checked, like, relentlessly. And still to this day have never came up with anything. So I don't think that's what happened. Don't you think
1: it's a crazy thing how like with so many different disappearances, like from potentially Lars Mitnack to even those cave people ones, right? That they'll search these forested areas, not find these people. They're like come through them inch by inch. Mm -hmm. But then the bodies will still show up like a month later exactly where they already searched. Yeah, that's a very
0: very very common thing but i don't want to like take away from those responders who were actually out there looking because i know how grueling and like difficult that can be but like there are some cases that, that that happens for example there was a case that happened pretty close to us in middle tennessee with this kid named devin bond right so he was a high school student not too much is known about like the complete um, situation behind his death it's kind of like hit or miss because this case did not get very much media attention. Uh, his family pushed it really hard but it just it it was never picked up by mainstream media mm-hmm. anyways so what is known is that Devin and his girlfriend had broken up
2: mm-hmm.
0: and that his family said he seemed totally fine he seemed completely like okay and like i mean yeah he was a little sad about it but overall he was fine Mm
2: -hmm.
0: well um on the morning of march 31st 2017 at around 3 a.m there's surveillance footage that shows his porch light switching on and off devin stuffed his bed with clothes and pillows to make it look as if he was laying in bed he took his father's handgun and he just left and he was not seen for two years well they ended up finding his remains in this park called barfield park right but this place was searched for years in this specific location because his phone pinged like half a mile away from that park so Mm -hmm. they thought okay well He took a gun, he took a bunch of clothes, he stuffed his bed, he was on a mission is what they thought, right? And so they thought, well, he's probably somewhere inside of these woods. Well, they searched for years and years and years, and they didn't find him. And then one day, they found him a couple of, I don't know, a couple hundred feet away from the entrance. They found his remains with the gun and his clothes and it just makes me think like i would never want to say that they weren't searching good enough right Mm -hmm. but how could someone how could it be right there under your nose and you not see it it makes me wonder was
2: there foul play like was was something else afoot Like either that or to me, though, it just doesn't
0: seem possible because the amount of resources that went into the case from the police department, not necessarily from the media, but from the police department and the community, like it was a lot of people, you Mm -hmm. know, it was a lot of manpower. And it just doesn't make sense to me that they could just miss it for that long. And when something like that happens, like. There, there are certain
1: signs like, yeah, smells like animals. Yeah, there's, there's many things that can point you in a direction that there's something. Yeah, there.
2: Yeah,
0: that's crazy. Very sad story, that's, but yeah, it just, it just, it, it goes along to to prove the point that you were just making that sometimes maybe, maybe it is something else, but maybe it's not. Maybe we just aren't as good as humans at. at maybe as humans we're just not as good at certain things as we think we are and maybe search and rescue is just not it's just one of them you know or yeah. maybe there's some other stuff going on yeah
2: i don't really know but maybe you guys do let us know what you think so have you heard about this wayfair conspiracy mm, no i haven't
1: you know where Wayf- wayfair is though right no it's like This online website where they sell furniture and stuff like that, like but cheap. Okay, I just want to preface this by saying this is all done by research on screenshots and everything. This is not like my own opinion. We're just reporting on what we've heard about, what we've researched. This is conspiracy that Wayfair has a connection with human trafficking, especially with children. Oh no! Okay, so this all started with like a. With, with a bunch of pictures on Wayfair of these like industrial cabinets, right? These metal cabinets, mm-hmm. all the same picture, but different name, <gasps> but going with like d- thousands and I've thousands and this. thousands of dollars, like way more than they should actually yeah, be Yeah, it's worth. like
0: $20,000 for a uh, filing cabinet named like Amy. Yeah. Right?
1: The, the thing is, it's not even like normal names like Amy or Sarah or Jessica. It's like, Samiya but or or like Ania, they're all, but they're spelled very like very strange, like very individualized
0: yo, yes, I have heard about this i didn't know i didn't I don't know like crazy details about it, but yeah, I've heard about it about how this website has these child like names of missing children, mm-hmm. and if you look up the name, it'll come up a missing child exactly, yeah, exactly. Some Redditor even
1: said that Wayfair actually furnished one of the detention centers for immigrants, like children oh gosh, in Texas. Oh my god! no. And they, for about $200,000, they furnished one of those detention centers. Yeah. And you know those detention centers are very well known for children going, going missing, missing, going unaccounted for. And so that was another thing that kind of. Gave almost validity to this conspiracy theory.
0: Oh my gosh, bro.
1: And there's even stuff like there's these throw pillows, like little pillows like this big that have like a constellation on them. $9,000 for this throw pillow.
0: Okay, so like I'm sure, right, that Wayfair has tried to justify this in some way. How do you justify selling a filing cabinet for you said how much 200,000 300,000
1: uh, no that was i think it was like 15 20,000 something like that some crazy number and
0: then a throw pillow for $9,000 named after children who are missing yeah.
1: there was even a cactus that was selling for $99,999 that in the description said no passport required
0: what Bro, I have legitimate chills. Why hasn't there been like an investigation like into this? I don't know. You know, uh, I feel like. Uh, I just I don't know. I mean, like, is it too conspiracy theory? e? I mean, like, so I feel they, like that there's they, some validity to what, at least look into this.
1: What they said is like clerical errors and that pricing errors, and that, like, oh, these items are almost sold out. So the price jumps super high because they never think anyone's actually going to pay $9,000 for a throw pillow. So they're putting it on there and stuff. But I don't, you want to ask why people might not, the government might not be investigating this as much. I mean, have you really heard that much investigating about Epstein's little black book or anything like that? Yeah, but
0: that's that's different. That That's different because he had political power. He had people. He was friends with people in in a in a place of power. But this is like. If I'm not mistaken, right, you can you can become a. Seller on Wayfair as an Easily. individual. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, no, you can so Normal so people is, can do it. Th- that's what I'm saying. So this is just people. Selling this. And stuff. the thing is, a lot of it is just from or not, I wouldn't
1: say a lot, but there are multiple ones that are from one specific seller with a very generic like A E X blah 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 like yeah. just randomly generated name.
2: Mm.
0: It's
1: very suspicious. This is crazy.
0: We gotta get we gotta get we gotta get some more information on this one. Cause and this it, one is this one is crazy.
1: It's insane. I even saw this one post that this it was a story. Mm -hmm. Right. By this guy that worked at a bank. Yeah. And he was talking about how this old lady used to always deposit about ten to twelve thousand dollars every week or so. She was an elderly lady. Uh Ten to twelve thousand dollars into her bank account in cash. What was she doing? In cash. And then immediately wire transfer it to some company.
2: Mm.
1: He didn't know what the account was for But he's a guy who just worked at his bank and she did this every week or so Yeah, And then, I know you're not supposed to do this But he got curious So he saw who she was sending it to mm-hmm. She was sending it to Wayfair mm. And then So he brought this up to his superiors mm-hmm. And they started an investigation into it And as soon as they started that investigation That old lady never showed back up to that bank
0: mm. See, <laughs> so, like, like, look there's something going on here. There's something deeper. There's something deeper. And obviously we make these videos because we like talking about stuff and and whatever and we're not trying to cause any harm to any entities or individuals. And obviously this is just a conspiracy theory, but like this is one of those ones that I I feel like has a sligghit of a there there's some there's something there. There's something there and and there needs to be answers. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's actually crazy. So the last case I want to talk about before we get out of here is the disappearance of Chance Engelbert. Have you ever heard of this one? No. Okay. Only Chance I know is the rapper. <laughs> I'm sorry, maybe that's not appropriate. <laughs> it's not. Okay, so Chance Engelbert was last seen in Nebraska. He was visiting his in-laws with his wife and his son. Um. So what's known about the disappearance is that Chance had been out with his family all day golfing. So after golfing all day, apparently there was a dis- disagreement that happened between Chance and some family members. Mm-hmm. And so he he didn't want to have anything to do with them. He wanted to go back home uh, like, to Wyoming. He like was cool off, you know, he was from, he was from Wyoming. He was in Nebraska visiting. Family. Oh, he wanted to like he wanted to like, completely go, go home. home. Like, yeah. he was like, I don't want to be around you guys.
1: Yeah. Absolutely.
0: Yes. So he wanted to go home. His wife was like, okay, we're just gonna go over there, pick up some stuff, and we'll be, you know, we'll go home. So Chance got so mad and was like, I'm out of here, right? He was like, I'm not doing this at all. I'm going home, right? What's crazy about this case though is that he seemed very much against being there as if he was like I don't want to say afraid of something, but at least anticipating bad, you like know, like usually it's not usually you won't go to that extreme mm-hmm. just because you're afraid of an argument. It seemed like there was something a little bit more going on to me, at least. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so after the argument, Chance got out of the car and started walking away from the car at like night it's nighttime he's walking away from the car apparently toward Wyoming he last spoke to his wife and he told her yeah he was heading south but he had just spoke to some friends that uh told him to head north toward uh Tarrington Wyoming which is where he was from he called several of his friends and family to get a ride but he wasn't able to get one and so after a while his all of his calls just went silent nobody could get in contact with him Uh, the last time anyone heard from him was later on that night at about eight 46, so about an hour and a half after he was last spoken to, um, his phone sent a text message at 9 PM and it was just a series of numbers and emojis. The last ping on his phone was, uh, off of Riverside golf course, which is in Nebraska. His phone was turned off shortly after that. And there were really bad thunderstorms that night, and his wife thought he had, like, taken shelter under, you know, like an overpass, something, in order mm-hmm. to whatever. Well, he was not seen again after the whole family went searching for him, and they could not find him. Um, he was spotted on CCTV walking at around 10 p.m., And that was like the last time anyone saw or heard from him ever since. And so this one is recent. This happened, I think, in 2019. The thing that's so crazy about this, right, is because like I know deep down
1: that the world is a scary, dangerous place. Like, honestly, like there's a lot of crazy chaoticness that can happen out in this world, right? But like, you want to believe that people are good and that like I don't know if it's just the safe bubble we live in because we are in America and yeah. like you know I don't know just the lives we live that we're in this kind of bubble but like I feel like the world's generally a good place if you're a good person like you should be okay but then there's stories like this and a lot that we've covered tonight that just yeah. make me realize that like sometimes either really bad accidents happen or there are just really bad people out there
0: Yeah, that just have horrible intentions that are out to get you. Yeah. And this is one of those ones, man. He was a family man. He was, he was a good guy. You know, he was great to his son. His wife says he was great to her. It's just one of those ones that makes you feel uneasy because it's very likely that somebody did something to him and he just wanted to go home. He just wanted to go home. He was just trying to go home.
2: And it's, yeah. I agree with what you said. Sometimes bad things happen to good people. And so, yeah.
1: Imagine how like his friends feel like the ones that he called or his family members. That was like, Hey, I just need a ride. You know, I got to this big fight. Mm-hmm. I know I'm like a long way away. This is going to be a big hassle, but it'd be the, it'd mean the world to me if you guys just come pick me up and they're like, sorry, I can't do it. And then the next thing, you know, they hear this the next day, like, Hey, we've heard from him. Have you seen him? Have you heard like, do you know where he is? And then it's been three years now. You haven't heard from one of your best
2: friends. And, like, yeah. he was, like, one of the last people you called. Yeah. Or you were, like, one of the last people he called.